and boredom instead of working hard and focusing on other things when I'm bored I eat food I need junk food mm-hmm. and then I want that like quick rush from the high that the sugary donuts and stuff gives me yeah. and I'm not monitoring my calories I'm not uh, I mean I, I eat the healthy meals like my breakfast like if I were to tell you what my breakfast lunches and dinners look like you're like oh that's perfectly healthy 10 or 2,000 calories mm-hmm. but then when I tell you how many donuts I had <laughs> to go along with it that day mm-hmm. and how many bags of chips or how many mm-hmm. little snacks of candy or whatever you had a lot of sugar it's really hard too because to change habits, you also need to change your environment. Yeah. And, you know, that means you have to have your wife buy into the same, like, healthy environment. Which, She's starting to, yeah. like, do healthier things. But her version of it's way different than mine. Right. She's very, very slow at making a change. And she she's incorporated like these vitamins and mineral things from mm-hmm. this company called Neodre or something like that mm-hmm. which is good she's doing more for herself but she's taking like collagen and there's like just I don't know how much it's costing us but um, honestly my supplements are expensive too so I'm not too worried about that but um I need to like not have candy and junk food in the house at all because mm-hmm. I see it, I snack on it. If I don't see it, I'm good. You know, mm-hmm. it needs to not be in front of my face. Yeah. People keep bringing in donuts to work. It's in front of my face. I snack on it at work. That's what's killing me is work. Well, it goes back to your environment. You have to have more. Like you just have to have more discipline, honestly. Yeah. I remember when I started working, and I had to pick. I had to bring my own at pack lunches. But I and I love being healthy. I just need, I just need that consistency again. And right now, I think there's just too much change, and because there's too much change, so much change, I'm having a hard time being in control. You know, once mm-hmm. things start to be more stable, it's gonna be a lot easier. But um, what? I was just randomly thinking. Everything in this house is like super nice and well put together. And then their TV center is just stacked on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Right? Instead of having like a cute little armoire or something that it's all stacked into, it's just on the floor. Yeah. All their nice stuff is upstairs though. They they got some nice stuff upstairs. The um, husband... They probably don't watch a lot of TV. Yeah, the husband... Well, the husband's like at work all the time. He does a lot here. He works... He has like three offices here. What does he do? He's um he he's a life coach. Oh. So he does a lot of online life coaching. Is this Mr. Brown's house? No. No, it's uh, <laughs> Who? Tony Stosfus. Yeah. He's really good. He's his stuff has really helped me a lot too. Um so a lot of what I know and, and do for people. Dang, this is like so. Hummingbird Central. Yeah, well, she's I got three try. hummingbird, three hummingbird feeders. We have like 
four or five, I don't know, when we are home in theaters up and running. But we haven't been running it for a while. Yeah. We, but we left. You can see why I wanted to meet here with this view. I know, this is great. Literally have not left since... At first I was annoyed that you had to come here until I came walking here and saw this, and I was like, okay, I'm not annoyed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because this is like the opposite direction from church. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. I need this. I thought I thought God wanted me to stay here, like, because I was gonna I was planning on going to San Diego. Um, I got I got time off and I was gonna drive to San Diego with the money I had, and then uh, Kathy asked me to house sit for her while she was doing a family reunion, and so I decided to say or God, God basically was like you're staying and this is why, and then. The death of uh, Ryan happened. Oh, yeah. How close were you to this person? He's like a brother. Yeah, so it was hard. I've never cried so hard for somebody. That brick is real, man. So how did he die? What happened? Good news instead? I don't think good news is. Well, Malia is officially with the other guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, praying for her every day. You don't want to share me the good news? <laughs> I, was just, I was letting you talk before, so I didn't interrupt him. Oh, okay, because your face was like, mm-hmm. Because mm -hmm. I got good news, and I'm like, well, excited to share it. You so. had sex with with Sarah? No, I wish it was <laughs> Your face looks like all giddy, like a child like that. But it's, it's good like that, though. Yeah, okay. She kissed me. Yeah, let's go. Me. You guys had sex? No. That's it right there? I wish we did. That's like tier one of sex. She kissed me on the cheek, so it wasn't like a... Hey. <clears throat> But we went on a date. Um, she put the kids at a babysitter and then called me and was like, kids are at a sitter this evening. Do you want to go out to dinner? And I was like, yeah. And I was like, shit, something's wrong. She's going to like tell me she's going to leave me or something. And uh, <clears throat> when we got there, we just had fun. And we laughed a lot. And then we got into a serious conversation where she's like, we need to have a conversation, an adult conversation about like, are we really good for each other? Should we keep going? And I was like, okay, let's have it. And I was like, yes, yes, we should keep going. <laughs> I want it. I think you should want it. I'm annoyed that you don't want it. And I'm hurt that you don't want it, but I don't think that's reason to give up. I don't think we're there yet. I think we're at a hard spot in our marriage and every marriage goes to the hard spot, but we're handling it differently than some marriages do. So maybe it looks worse than it is. But to be honest, I'm working with <clears throat> domestic violence abuse victims who are sitting with their husband and I'm watching him abuse the hell out of her in front of us. And I'm thinking, if you're like this in front of us, how are you at home? And I'm like, 
So that's the abuse that you leave, right? We just have some little, well, I shouldn't say little, but comparatively to the stuff that I see from people that aren't leaving each other, that should leave each other, were a godsend relationship. <laughs> we just don't get along very well because we don't communicate well, you know, like it's fixable stuff. And so we just had this conversation of like, and she asked me why I've been kind of shut down the last four weeks. And I was like, well, honestly, I feel like I've made this huge effort. And sometimes when I put in a lot of effort and there's not a lot of good outcome, I lose motivation. And I realized that this morning I was talking with the Lord about it. And I realized I'd gotten back into that place of lost motivation. I've gained some weight. I'm back to eating junk food. I'm still working out and riding my bike every morning. I'm still eating healthy meals, but I'm junk fooding in the middle. Um, and I just, and then I've got some really challenging cases at work that I might, I'm, um, they're not, not that they're bothering me, but they're taking up headspace, if that makes sense, because they're interesting. And there's a lot to process and think about with them mm -hmm. in a good way. Like I'm, I'm, I enjoy it. I'm not like, I'm not like some people are like, Oh my gosh, I'm freaking out by it. And I'm just like, this is exciting and fun, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, but you're recording, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, but I can't like divulge the information about it. So when I get home, I can't sit there and unload mm -hmm. with my wife, what's going on and talk about how exciting things are and mm -hmm. what I did. She's like, what did you do today? Spent eight hours doing confidential stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but to me it was exciting but like I get home and I'm just like I was watching a, a video about a specific thing that I discovered that was very useful and so I was watching it and so I was in that mode of like thinking and making connections and it's so funny dude it's like this is heavy and dangerous stuff and I'm excited about it mm-hmm you know that's just how radical God is <laughs> my life isn't a a little bit of danger yeah. and I'm excited mm -hmm. and well I mean you're also the type of guy who goes on a missions trip and he has a gun pointed at his head and then says shoot me yeah <laughs> um, I do well under chaos yeah. but then what happens is I I tend yeah, to lose focus so on the rest bad. and that's what I and so that, that's what I told her the last couple weeks is You've made some comments to me that frustrated me, mm -hmm. and I wasn't doing a very good job of, because, and I told her my whole opinion about, um, I'm your, I'm your home, and when you come home, you're supposed to feel safe and secure and comfortable. You're not supposed to come home to someone nagging at you 24-7 mm -hmm. about everything you're doing wrong, mm -hmm. and we're in a place in our marriage right now where we're heavily focused on what each other's doing wrong. So I'm not going to sit here and make the complaints. I'm not going to complain about everything that you do, everything that you say. I'm not going to complain about when you undermine me in front of the kids or I think you're being a marshmallow mom. Like, you're already sitting here getting yelled and screamed at by our daughter. I don't need to add on to that. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm not talking to you because I have a lot of frustrations and I'm having a hard time giving them to the Lord because you're not reciprocating any of the hard work that I've put in the last 
six years. Mm-hmm. And she's like, six years? I'm like, yes, six years. <laughs> I was like, do you remember before you separated with me how good we were starting to do again? Because I was putting the work in. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's true. And then um, she opened up with me that she was actually feeling the same way. Like she really was wanting to connect with me, but because I was being pushed off, she was being pushed off and she felt like, and so we're both saying the same thing to each other. And I was like, you know what our problem is? I was like, well, we haven't communicated to each other. (laughs) I was like, that's all it's been. We both wanted to go on dates with each other. She was mad at me for not asking her out and taking her out on dates and doing the things we were supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. I was mad at her for not wanting to go on the dates and acting like she was too tired and frustrated and stressed out and didn't want to be around me. Mm -hmm. So we're both sitting here thinking we don't want to be around each other, but we want to be around each other. Mm So once we kind of got that off and I was like, yeah, I'm all in. Like you keep talking about not being in anymore and all these conversations about buying a a fourth bed for me to sleep in and all stuff and that makes me mad because I'm all in I don't want that mm-hmm. I want back in the bed I want us to have fun and laugh and rejoice and that I haven't changed I haven't shifted in that opinion I've had moments where I've struggled with keeping that opinion and wanting to not have that opinion I was like I'm, I'm not going to ever be there. And so she kind of precipitated and we started laughing and having a lot of fun. We went to Trader Joe's and we're goofing around and I was full on myself. You know how I'm kind of like hold back with her a little bit and I don't make the weird dumb jokes and act like myself in front of her. Mm-hmm. I was fully like that. At Trader Joe's. We had a good time. Mm. And then good. we got home and I was sleeping on the couch and she came out and she's like, I just want to hug. And she hugged me for like 30 seconds and then kissed me on the cheek and went to bed. Said goodnight, I love you. And I'm just sitting there going, don't overthink it, don't overthink it. <laughs> but I got excited. That's funny. <laughs> And I couldn't sleep all night. I didn't. I think I went to bed at like three o'clock this morning. Yeah. I shared a good moment. You remember Megan? You know, Meg. Me- yeah, you know, Lucky. Lucky. Yeah. Yeah. She's become. She's become an answer to prayer for me. Sorry. Are you done talking about the whole series? Yeah, that was the story. Let me. Let me. I just want to rejoice in that. No, no, actually, go for it. I want to rejoice in that first. Because I'm. You know, we went from a one to like, it sounds like a five now. A five? I don't know. Four? A four still? Four and a half? A three? Maybe a three. The highest peak to me, I feel like, was a four. I would be right now at a six. A six? Seven. Okay. But the relationship. I always overestimate what she's at. Right. I would say you're right. She's maybe at a five. So that's, I'm like, three? There it is. <laughs> yeah. I think a four sounds right. A four sounds right. So a bit like meet in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to date. She wants to hang out. Yeah. Oh, and she said this too. She wants to want a relationship. Remember that was what she said before. Yeah. I want to want to, but I don't want a relationship with you. She's like, 
I feel like I've moved past, moved past that and I'm at a point of I want a relationship. It's good. And I'm like, yay! She stepped out of apathy. Yeah. That's, that, to me, feels like a big step. The fact that she's moved from wanting to want to to mm-hmm. actually just wanting to. Yeah. But, but Lecky, she's... Yeah, she's an answer to prayer. Remember when, like, last year I was praying about, like, finding... Was it finding? Just finding, a, like, a, a platonic female friend. Mm-hmm. Like, a really solid platonic female friend. One that friend. you're not, like... Attract the date and attract yeah to exactly and to like marry exactly just like and I was trying to make Lily that and I was trying to make Julia that but like you liked them too much so it didn't work I, well I was attracted to them for too much <laughs> yeah it was terrible yeah so Megan is I realized like recently that Megan's been that answered prayers like yes like you are you're the friend that I've been I've been asking for and so I really had a really nice moment with her yesterday. Um, while I was grieving, um, she's so she's just adorable too. I love her so much. It's been really good. And then uh, I'm getting really close to Jacob, and that's been really good and nice. In a lot of ways, me and him are really like me and me and Megan are really like too. Even in like the spiritual aspects. Mm-hmm. There, I I have a an interesting relationship with Megan like what's the relationship tell me about it she's so different than me in a lot of ways <laughs> it's so funny because I'm so like her <laughs> but there's a lot of similarities and I freaking love her like, yeah she's one of those people that I want to not like because of her what I assume her views are but I can't not like her because she's just what are her views? A good per- I don't even know. Like, oh, I don't even know. I'm that's like, funny. We, like, we I have just, similar The views. way she talks and says things and the way she kind of does things, they just kind of like shift my mind the way that I – like she puts me in an uncomfortable – it's hard to explain. Like it's not a bad thing. Like I feel <laughs> She makes me slightly uncomfortable with the way that she like talks and does things and acts and <laughs> she sets really good boundaries and me as a poor boundary person <laughs> – yeah. Gets frustrated with that. I think that, and I think that's what it is. That's what she's it really, is. She's one of those people that's really not afraid to speak her mind and set her boundaries. Yeah, I love that about it. And those people frustrate me. Tasha's like that. Megan's like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like, and then I end up drawing to those people a little yeah. bit because they push me so hard. Yeah. That I'm like challenged by it. I'm like, I want to spend time with this person. And, mm-hmm. and then I like kind of overdo it sometimes. Like with yeah. her, she got mad at me because I, I was, this was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. but I love her laugh. I find it hilarious. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel joy when she laughs, right? Because mm-hmm. it's just so pure and honest and it's her, mm-hmm. her, right? And it's loud and obnoxious, and I like loud and obnoxious. And when she she admitted to me, like, in the early on, that she hated her laugh and that people needed to make fun of her for it. So, like, in trying to, like, not, I don't know, like, to not be one of those people that's against her because I feel like there's some stuff about us that are so different, but I don't want there to be a difference because I like her and I want us to mm-hmm. be friends. Like I overshot and I was always like, I love your laugh. I need your laugh. Laugh for me. And she's like, you're like forcing me to laugh and it's making it not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need you. I don't want you to need me to need something of me. Like I don't want to hurt you. To, and I was like, Whoa, whoa, that's not what I was meaning. <laughs> I was just trying to encourage that your laugh is great and you should not 
be, and she's like, I already know that though. You don't need to tell me that. And I was like, yeah, I think a lot of that though comes just from her past relationship. Yeah. But that like hit hard for me because I'm that person that doesn't like people setting boundaries. And... Right. Well, I mean, but honestly <laughs> though, like what we've learned, but there's nothing wrong with anything right. she's saying with that. Like well, I right. appreciate that she told me that because then I stopped doing it and bothering her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I, well, we what we've yeah. learned though, you know, reading the boundaries book, is um, boundaries requires trust, and so like mm -hmm. we don't have boundaries because we haven't been trusted very much, and so we, we try to like force trust into people. Yeah, and so and trust takes time, and sometimes it takes time a lot of time for some people, so. Yeah, and I used to, speaking of that, that's one of the things I've been thinking about um, in my quiet times, like thinking about Sarah, like, I'm so mad that she doesn't trust me, but I didn't trust her. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you think I manipulated her and lied to her so much in the beginning? Mm -hmm. I didn't trust her with who I was. I didn't trust her with my spirit. I saw her as judgmental and just like her dad and not kind, not loving, like, if I wasn't this perfect person, this perfect husband who didn't make mistakes, she wouldn't love me. Mm -hmm. I didn't trust her with that. You know? Mm -hmm. Now I'm at a point of like, if I don't tell her everything truthfully, she won't love me for who I really am. So now I'm honest and I trust her to, and the, maybe even the lack of trust is that now I'm actually being open and honest, and I'm, but I'm doing it. I'm doing the lack of trust in different ways. Like, yeah, now I'm being open and honest, but I don't trust you to ever love me again. So, mm. but now I'm just being honest. And I don't care anymore. If you don't care about me, now I'm just being honest. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be myself, and you can just divorce me and leave me because you're not gonna like me. And so I'm, I realized, like, I'm still not trusting her. Mm -hmm. And that's why the last couple of weeks I've been so kind of shut off with her a little bit. It's because. I'm, I've started to be honest and open and be myself again, mm -hmm. but I still don't trust that it's going to, that she's going to care. It's going to reciprocate. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I'm still doing the same thing or I still have the same underlying reason for doing things. Mm -hmm. And it just shifted from lying and manipulating and trying to pretend to be right. the thing that she, I think she wants to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be the thing she wants. So I'm just, she's just going to eventually leave me. I mean... Dude, like, boundaries is so good in, the, in mm -hmm. like, in all relationships. And I feel like over time, as you continue to, to discern for good boundaries, you know, giving what is hers, giving what is your, yours, and then giving what is God's, um, the time that it needs to, to create trust and love, um, it creates a, a more positive trajectory. And it, the, the crazy thing is when you see God's boundaries, you're actually not in control anymore. Yeah. And you're used to what you're, what you don't have control of. Mm -hmm. And that requires time. And I think this is, I think that's why this, I, this relationship is, is going so slow is because it requires a lot of healing and that healing requires boundaries and mm -hmm. like the time it, it commands the time and demands the time. Yeah. And so. And I see her learning to set boundaries. And, but honestly, too, what a what a fantastic testimony that will become. Mm -hmm. 
you know, it's not even like things are, are out of five right now, but like things are, are leading toward a nine and a 10. Mm-hmm. An 11. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. So hope is alive. Yeah. It just really, I've been getting it the last, since Friday, like just being overly silly and goofy and cause it just, it's funny how quickly feeling loved by her makes me feel refreshed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For me, I'm a slow cooker in that way too. Like I take a while for me to start taking, like trusting people in my playfulness. And it's really funny because I'm playful right out the get go, but that's my face. That's not actually me. Mm -hmm. Right. My, my playfulness is just a lot more fun (laughs) to me, (laughs) to me. Yeah. You know, like when I'm playful from the start, it's because I'm trying to love. It's not because I'm trying to be loved. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, that was when I had a realization yesterday. I was like, oh, man, Megan's that platonic friend I've been looking for. Because I had, I just had one of those moments. I was like, oh, my gosh, I need, I need this playfulness. So. Rejoice. Rejoicing boundaries. I think I just need to laugh and have fun. And I think I've been so serious and staunch and angry <laughs> all the time. Stoic, whatever you want to call it. Trying to figure everything out, what you're trying to do. Yeah, I'm just not, I'm not being fun. Just like, I'm, it's the same issue with my weight loss. I'm, I'm just doing what I want instead of the right things. I'm not, instead of, eating for healthiness and health, I'm just eating. Mm-hmm. Instead of having fun and dating and making joy out of life, I'm angry and frustrated and I'm just doing the things that, I, that are easy. Mm-hmm. It's easy to be mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta, to yeah. well, you have to have new goals. You, like, you forgot your goals. Yeah. You know, or maybe you reached them and then you're like, oh, well. Because like for me, I forgot my goals and I was like, why did I start going to the gym again? And then I remembered. Was like, okay. Well, no, there was more. There's like that. The military was like, the military was the like I was already ready for the military when I got. Yeah, but when you shifted off the mindset of the going to the military, that's when you're. That's when I thought your like exercise and health habits shifted a little bit. Right, because it well, it went from obsessed to healthy. <laughs> I used to be obsessed because I was like, this is the dream, this is the dream. But mm-hmm. then the shift went to like, all right, I'm loving myself. I'm I'm slaying demons. I'm. I'm recovering from something. Yeah. Um, and the goals changed to like, oh, I want to be able to do a 720 roundhouse kick, spinning roundhouse kick. I want to be able to do a backflip still. Like, a lot of gymnastics stuff, honestly. I should just join a gymnastics gym. Um, yeah, they'd help you with a lot of that. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Or like maybe American Ninja Warrior gym. But all those... we have we have one of those. We do. That's why I said it. Ninja Coalition. I think is what mm-hmm. I called it. Um, but but an actual gymnastic gyms will teach you very specific techniques. Yeah, and like you know, cross. What I love about CrossFit is that it does a combination of that gymnastics, weightlifting, and cardio. Because mm-hmm. um, those are all the three things that I'm like those those fit all three of my goals, right? And I'm realizing though, like lifting is not really a goal of mine. 
I don't have any, like, I want to be able to bench press 375 pounds. That's not a goal. A lot of my goals are, like, cardio dependent and, and like, yeah. my build is more of a, a lifter build than mm -hmm. a... Mine shifted, too. Like, yeah. I want to be able to ride 30 miles because I love, I love riding. Yeah. I want to be able to do downhill riding again and, and all these tricks and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. I've kind of shifted more. I, I'm not bodybuilding anymore. I'm just, right. I'm lifting heavy. Mm -hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm still trying to build my muscles up, but I'm not like doing it with a, a fervent, like I'm going to sculpt myself into this giant mass to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it more with a, I want to be able to control my bike well so that I can downhill ride and not crash and die because I'm too tired or whatever, you know? And I'm, I met one of my goals of doing 25 miles mm -hmm. and I'm, I wasn't tired. Like yesterday, was Saturday, uh -huh. right? Yeah, yesterday I went 25 miles in the morning, went to the farmer's market. I rode to the farmer's market after doing 25 miles. And then my son was like, I want to ride some more. And I was like, okay, let's ride. So I went with him and did even more riding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I don't even know how much I did total because I stopped tracking it after I got to the um, after I got to the farmer's market. So I don't know how much I did with him. But like, I wasn't that tired. I wasn't done. Mm -hmm. I got home and I was feeling good. So I've met that goal. I'm, now I'm trying to get to a skill, increase my skill level mm -hmm. riding because I enjoy it, mm -hmm. you know? And that's what I wanted. I wanted to get healthy so I could do physical activities and do mm -hmm. fun things. And I'm getting there, you know? Yeah. But now I'm putting on some weight because I'm, I'm eating too much junk food. That's all of it. I think, I really think that's all it is. I'm just eating too much junk food and I'm snacking. Really? I mean, that was like the first thing that I checked in on with you and you're like, that you're doing that a lot. Yeah. You know, like an average human should consume it. Healthy amount of sugar for an average human is 28 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. You know how many grams of sugar is in one soda can? Way more than that. 48? 48, yeah. I did, I did give up drinking Coke Zeros. Yeah. Dude, I was cramming through those like crazy. Yeah. Um, so I shifted to drinking the BCAs instead of sodas and mm -hmm. water and shifting back to water. Yeah. Um, I remember losing 20 pounds just cutting soda out and snacks. The thing that, the thing that I justified the Coke Zero is for is because there's zero calorie, zero right. carbs, zero sugar. Right. Because they're the fake sugar. Mm -hmm. That just, well, not fake sugar, but it's a sugar that your body doesn't process, so it just mm -hmm. goes right through. Mm -hmm. So, the thing about that sugar, though, is it makes me really gassy and I fart all the time. Mm -hmm. Like every 10 minutes, I'm farting. Mm -hmm. And they're not normal farts they're stinky farts <laughs> so it's like my kids are now every time i fart my kids like oh my gosh dad stop because it's so much yeah so i'm like i gotta give up the fake sugar stuff and just stop and then what happened was i stopped drinking uh dr pepper zeros every 10 minutes and started yeah. eating junk actual sugary junk food every 10 minutes yeah because the whole point of me drinking the Dr. Peppers was to keep me from snacking because they're all zero calorie. They're basically nothing. And it keeps me feeling full and keeps me actively doing something that tastes good in my mouth so that I'm not wanting, craving something else. Dude, I just wish, I just want this place to be my house. 
Like when I when I would if I if I prayed over a house I'd want I'd probably want a house like this. Yeah, I was just thinking the same thing. They got a pool, they got a deck, they got this little <sighs> nook with chairs where you can sit out and watch. Dude, and then and then when this when when it, when it's nighttime and the stars are out, oh god, that is so cool. Uh, this would be a great spot for seeing the stars. Yeah, because you're like up in the mountains and out of the city mm -hmm. a little bit too. God is so awesome, man. He loves to bless me. He knows. He knows the desires I have. Looks like there's some good trails right here too. The last time I house sat here, I did not appreciate this kind of space. I just like, I I think I was just in my own shit. Have a nice big kitchen, nice big dining room. Yeah. Or a fireplace too. Yeah, fireplace. Doesn't like a real one, but. Oh, it's one of those double-sided ones where you see it from both rooms. Mm -hmm. You see all my clothes on the ground. Yeah. It's usually like the office or something like that, huh? Mm-hmm. But you're using it as your bedroom. Mm-hmm. You keep hope alive. I've been getting into worship a lot. Yeah, I've been noticing. I've been seeing your videos. Oh, you've been watching my videos? I've been watching them, but I've been seeing them. Okay. <laughs> I was like, who's who's giving me these views? That was like my mom or something. I click on them and I'll skim through it and just see what you're doing. But I, I have a hard time just sitting there listening to someone sing. Well, I mean, I'm not I'm not in it to like perform. I'm in it yeah. for my heart. I I just look at what you're saying, what you're doing, and then I move on. Because I because not that I don't want to support you, but I just I I get I can't. Like I've never been one to go to concerts. Like, people, dude, well, how are we friends? It's like all I love. I love going to people, concerts. People could sit there all day long. Yes. And listen to MTV and oh, I no. like watch music videos and I couldn't do that. Like someone will come over and bring a guitar and sit there and sing and I'll just be like, oh my god, this is so boring. Dude, what? But yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't like. Have you been? Anymore. Have you been to a live concert? To me, music is background noise. Oh yeah, that's right. Because like, you don't even do that with worship. Like, this is, like, the difference between me and you and worship. Yeah, I can do worship if I'm worshiping. Well, if you're, this, yeah, but, like. I'm making the space for it because, but I'm talking to God. But, but like, dance parties. You, you don't, you don't go um, to, yeah, see, parties. this is, dude, this is, like, this is, like, a huge part of me. Mm -hmm. I love going to the club. I love, I love going to concerts. I need it. I, I need it. Well, you're a musical person. I'm not. Yeah. I just don't care about it like that. I, I like I I like having stuff on the back. I'm even still now though. I don't listen to music in the car anymore. Like that's wild. Dude, I listen to I listen to Bible Thinker. I listen to podcasts. Yeah. I listen to audiobooks. Dude, like because I'm getting something done if I do that. Like yeah. I'm learning something or I'm this is, reading a book. This is the but if fun I'm listening to music, I'm just sitting there. Unless I'm worshiping God, that's the Dude. only music I listen to is worship music. Remember when you're saying and like that's when I'm having quiet times and I'm I'm spending time with the Lord. Yeah. Remember but when I'm doing something else. It's background noise. Remember when you're saying that you're 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 in a like place where you just need to have fun. Mm -hmm. That's what like dance parties and clubs are for. That's not fun to me though. Yeah, I'm just saying like that is an example mm -hmm. of like letting go. That's what it is. That's like what I love about worship. For That's you. what I love. Well, I'm giving you an example so yeah, that you yeah. can find what you can do. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. I'm not telling you to do it. I'm just telling mm -hmm. you like, hey, here's an example. And this is how, why I love these things because it teaches yeah. me to let go. Right. And that's what fun is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That's what I like. Yeah, like when, I, I, I don't think I have a problem with fun in a general sense. Right. I mean, with, with Sarah. Right. Because with Sarah, I sit around and watch TV, and I kind of ignore. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm still giving you more language. Yeah. I'm not telling you like that you don't know it. I'm trying to just give you more language. Oh, I okay. think. Okay. I'm not like, hey, you're an idiot. You don't know how to have fun. <laughs> this is what it I looks wasn't like. thinking you were saying that. I'm just. Oh, yeah. This. I like, was thinking actually. I'll be I'll be direct. I was thinking I was feeling like you were saying, um, here's like you did with with uh, uh, emerge. We're like, oh, that's what you need. You need to do more music for fun. Uh, and I was manipulating. Like, so this no. is what I learned. This is what I think the language of manipulation looks like mm -hmm. when you use the word you too much. Mm -hmm. When you say you. That is, and I'm not is when I'm saying you, not to you. I'm just saying you in general. Mm -hmm. Like when people say you, that's where like the yeah, the wall the general of manipulation term of you is in people. Yeah, I've learned to stop that's saying where you and start saying people. Or, but also you can also say when when you're in relationship, when you're not talking to somebody, I still say you all the time. when you're talking to somebody, you let go of the word you and you only use the word I or me. Yeah, I've heard this before. Mm -hmm. um, I'm terrible at it. So that's what I learned. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay. I need. So, and then that also it, it practices, it helps you practice boundaries. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. another way to do it too is, is to follow up, when, especially when you're trying to teach someone something, right. is to follow up with what do you think you could do? Because right. then you're like, this is what I do. Well, this is well, to get you into the mindset of thinking outside right. of that. What do you think you could do? But that's why I, that's why I always preface with like, can I can I like can I say something to that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, this is. But then when I when I even say that though, I don't even say you. I'll like give an example and I'll say this is what I'm learning from what you're saying, and this is what I've learned from that. And yeah. Give it to them. And one of the reasons why I'm bad at doing that is because the people that I work with, when I do that proper boundary setting of saying some people and. Mm -hmm. Others do this, and what would you like to do? I work with teenagers who are depressed, and they go, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> what do you like? Nothing. Yeah. What do you want to do? Watch TV. Be on my phone and look at TikTok. That's kind of why I don't like working at my group home. And I'm like, oh, "Come on, man, come up." So, all right, well, and I was like, "I'll tell you what, then. We're gonna do five things. You tell me which one you like the best." And so I'll I'll do five things. Then one first week we'll go to disc golf. Next week we'll go on a bike ride. Next week we'll go play basketball. Next week we'll go swimming at the Y. Next week we'll... Which one of those did you like the best? No. <laughs> so you you got to get them out of that headspace before you get them to where they'll actually open up. But um, And so that's why, to me, sometimes I miss that, like, what do you like to do and saying people instead of you because I kind of have to direct them and make them do stuff because they won't do it on their own. But I'm dealing with people who are outside of their healthy right. personality, you know? And so I'm not doing it in a healthy way for a healthy person. I'm doing it in a healthy way for a person who needs to push. Mm -hmm. And then I just treat healthy people like they need to push, and then they feel pushed. And they're like, you don't need to push me. What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> right. Or you just trust. You just trust. And, that's and then if I... you get rejected, you get rejected. And if you, if you don't, then all the glory to him. No, I don't agree with that. You just don't want to agree with that. No, I don't agree. The way that you said it sounded like, like, oh, okay, so if you have to just have bad boundaries with people, you just trust that what you say is going to work out, and if it doesn't work out, then okay, you just give it to God. 
That's what it sounded like. Oh. <laughs> no, it's more like you you put trust in the person and receiving or not receiving. Mm-hmm. And if like it's not even trust, you put you put trust in God that whatever happens is for is for good. I think I think you can add to that and say, I trust that God will reveal to me how to hold their boundaries well when I don't. And then I move so that there's movement and that thing our relationship is being built upon. And I trust them to connect with me when I'm not holding their boundaries well. And I trust God to teach me when I'm not holding my boundaries well to them. Yeah, that's basically what I was saying. Yeah. I think that caveat's important, though. That should be said. Because mm. I think it's important that we remember when we're thinking about it of, when I screw up, I will change. And not, when I screw up, I trust God. Yeah. With what? Like, what is it's like? It's one of those like generic blanket statements that could mean anything. When That's you just good, say yeah. trust God, right? But like to add some definition to it. Well, I trust like, and when I say you know trust God, it's like you trust trusting Him that He will show me proven character to yeah. to uh, to like mm-hmm. to work on, to sit on and be be in. Yeah. But someone who's so strong on language, it's good to expound on it so that people understand it. Right. Because when you give blanket statements that could go any direction, it makes it hard for people to truly know what you mean. Yeah, and sometimes I'm just too lazy. Yeah. Actually, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you want me to write a paper in every sentence that I... <laughs> no, you could just make some fine-tuned tweaks and don't use certain phrases that are so broad. Which is what, like, politicians Well, do. it makes you lose your credibility if you do that, right? If you, what do you stand for? Schools! Draw, right? What the hell does that mean? That's what I mean. It makes you lose your credibility. Like, politicians have lost credibility because they just do that. Yeah. Exactly. But if you say, what do you stand for? And you're like, I stand for... Justice for all! Giving an extra $1,000 per student specifically for buying books. Yeah. Oh, that's a thing I can get behind. Or, I stand for allowing... Children in school to be spanked. Wait, whoa, hold on a second. Now, now I'm not on the same page as you anymore. You said you're for schools. Yeah, that's that's going to benefit the schools. No, no, that's not a good idea. <laughs> I don't want some stranger I don't know, and I'm not trusting them. I don't trust the opinions of all the teachers to properly spank my child. Yeah. I don't trust that. I'm sorry. It's legal in Texas now. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I heard about that. I don't think it's... Was it Texas? I thought it was Texas. There's a school that they they put that in place, and the parents are like, "Yes, thank you." And I'm like, "Okay." At least they're doing it where the parents sign the waiver. So if you don't trust the school, then they won't spank your kid. But gosh, that's I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Do, so to me, I'm like that. Okay, I need to know that. Don't just tell me I'm for schools. Like, just trust. That's that's why some of those phrases. Irk me, and that's some of the thing, problems I have with like Bethel. It's like they do use those vague phrases sometimes. Like yeah. I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't talk bad about Bethel. I I just don't like it when people use vague phrases because it leaves it so much for interpretation. But that's that's the detailed mindset that I have. I like to dive deep into things and really right. understand it well because I don't understand things well easily. So I have to know more accurately. I just think of uh, Proverbs 3. Which is? <laughs> uh, I lean on not my own understanding. Yeah. 
which I isn't super, you, which doesn't, which isn't super I trust vague. In you. It isn't super vague, but it is vague at the same time. I think because what it says is I think the re- I don't lean because that to me that's an that's an in depth form of aversion, but it's not speaking to a specific thing. It's speaking in general. It's a generalization in general. And this is an important in generalization, though. In general, I lean on God for understanding and trust. No, I think what it for me what I think it is is he is my understanding mm-hmm. he that speaks so much to what it's saying though he provides all understanding for every situation but my every thing is like even in the mysteries even in the mysteries even in the unknowns mm-hmm. i understand him exactly that's why it's the perfect statement for generalization because oh it gosh. it refers to everything general okay but then why are you why are you in such de- so detail oriented why are you constantly pursuing understanding? Not, every, not everything needs to be so detail oriented, but when you're talking about specific situations and issues, it needs to have. Hey, I think this is a boundaries thing. I think this is. I think you putting language to everything is you actually stepping over people's boundaries and what God has instead of what you have. But I don't. I don't require that of anybody though. I never ask anyone to. So you do it for yourself more than for anybody else. And you. <laughs> because we have that kind of relationship. Yeah, that you know what I want to do? Has been when, set that when we're I get, to talk to each other when I this. get married, when I get married, like five years down my marriage, maybe ten years. Okay, I want a best friend ring with you. Can we, can we have that? <laughs> best ring. Yeah, we're gonna have a best friend ring, and we're gonna put it on our pointy finger. And so, and so then when I point at you, and you know, <laughs> I want it to be. Two and a half inches in girth. <laughs> I want it. I want it to I'm be. I'm not gonna wear it on. I want it. I want it to be a a, a twenty four carat. <laughs> Did you catch what carat? I just said? No, what'd you say? <laughs> I said I need it to be two and a half inches in girth because I'm not wearing it on my ten. Uh, uh, gross. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> like, deleting that from the podcast. No! <laughs> <laughs> We're forty six minutes in, man. <laughs> Sorry if there's any kids listening. Whatever. You should put a disclaimer on that. There's parents listening to this one. Brandon says something stupid and inappropriate at 56 minutes. 46. Oh, 46, sorry. Oh, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Um, Jesus. But yeah, no, I, I just... Some things need to have contact. Not everything does. Just certain language when you're... Especially when you're talking about something specific, it needs to have certain context to it and i think a lot of people kind of i don't want to say chicken out but they kind of take the easy route by just going oh i just just trust and it's like Mm -hmm. well what does that mean Mm -hmm. and that's why i like nate because nate at church because he doesn't just say just trust god you know he doesn't give you those blanket he'll go into detail about what he means by that Mm -hmm. you know tell stories and and that's a sermon it's an hour and a half he's got time like or 45 minutes whatever he's got time but I feel like oftentimes we fall on these generic terms so that we don't have to be descriptive. And explain I, what we my mean. thing here, here's, this, this is where my, I'm at. We're getting into like a really touchy subject for me in our relationship because mm-hmm. I feel like this is something you do since I've known you. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I feel like you pursue knowledge more than you pursue God because you think knowledge is God. Yeah, we've had this conversation before. Yeah, and I disagree. With you. And so, like, when we have this, when we're this <laughs> conversation we're having right now is like is reminding me of that feeling. It's like 
where where like no, having this language feels more like having language for knowledge and not having language for his presence um see and this is where i disagree with you because i think you're right right it's and I, I know it's contradictory because i said i disagree with you and you're right mm-hmm. i disagree with you that i put knowledge before presence i don't think i think that well, i don't think you don't i don't think you do that i think you i think you use knowledge to create language for presence instead of just being present. No, I like I like knowledge for wisdom's sake, so that I can make the best choices, so that the presence that I have with him is the most legitimate and right. accurate. Right, that's always your answer. As I can. Because it's right, it's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's how right. it's how I see it, and I because knowledge connects me with God. Right. Because when I know why I believe what I believe, and and this is a difference from you and me, and it's not a bad one. And right. I don't think you're wrong. I absolutely don't think you're wrong for for being the way that you are. Right. Because your focus, your way. My of focus is letting go of control. Is knowledge. You're you're because you know Perrine, right? The Prince. The, the Prince. Yeah. She. Dan she is my this, mentor. Yeah, I know his wife. What's yeah. Okay. Myra. Myra did this study or lesson. At Risen King on the 25, 25 plus. As oh, yeah, yeah, I remember this. Different ways to connect with God, right? right? There's being out in nature, there's right. worshiping. We always, there's and we yeah. always go to this conversation. We always go to this Mine topic. is knowledge and nature. Right. Yours is worship by and singing and prayer and crying and mm-hmm. connect and like the emotional connection that you have. Your emotions are your connection with God. I no, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I'm, I might. I would say I would say the liberation from my emotions. So like, so it's the knowledge of His presence that that get me like bringing my emotions in front of Him so that I, I can be liberated from them. And then you, I feel like that's still that's still the same emotions thing. connecting with God. <laughs> Not like it. I think you and I are thinking of it differently though. Yeah, I'm feeling maybe I need to describe it further, but like. The emotional connection that you have with God is important to you. And the letting go of emotions you're talking about are your own is my earthly, flesh. worldly, fleshly emotions. Because right. you want your emotions to be in tune with I God's. want my emotions to be genuine and authentic. Where I want my knowledge <laughs> to be authentic and not mine, but his. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so it's the way that I connect. And it's not bad or wrong. Mm-hmm. Just like yours isn't bad or wrong. Right. And you, you say this to me all the time. You're the reason I say this. But words mean things. They have purpose. They have right. Our words want create worlds. new language to say what we mean to say. Yeah. And so to me, saying trust is old language, because trust has so much weight behind it. Mm-hmm. And so when I use trust, I like to just add a little extra to. I trust God to do this. Mm-hmm. I trust my heart with Sarah because I know that God's going to. Tell her what to do because mm-hmm. she listens to him. So I can trust that she's not going to hurt me. And if she does, I can get healing from God. Mm-hmm. So there's now trust there built because of those facts are in place. Mm-hmm. And that's knowledge, which provides wisdom. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is the beginning of wisdom. And I want wisdom. I don't want knowledge. I want wisdom. In order to get wisdom, I need knowledge. Yeah, but knowledge, what wisdom is, uh, uh, wisdom is, wisdom is harder to practice. 
mm-hmm. would be a bit I could probably what I'm looking for. Wisdom's hard to practice. Yeah, that's why knowledge is only the start of wisdom. Right. You're gonna say knowledge is wisdom. <laughs> knowledge is just the beginning phase. You have to have the knowledge, and then you have to have all this other bits to to utilize. That's what it gets dangerous though with you though, right? Because then you just think you're right all the time. Now that is unhealthy though. Right. That's what and I mean. That's dangerous. Yeah, that, that's, that's where I'm talking about dangerous. And that is an area where with enough knowledge, you can apply wisdom to not do that. Mm. <laughs> or with and enough of his presence, you don't have to, you don't have to do that. I was just going to, I was just going to add to that too. The, also the other part of that. And that goes where boundaries The other comes part in. of wisdom is trust. Faith. Faith. I was actually, Hope. yeah. You keep Living in the not knowing. Alive. Part of wisdom. You keep hope alive. Part, part of wisdom is not needing to know. Right. That is a wise thing. Not needing to know. I can go beyond the knowledge that I have mm-hmm. and trust that for what I don't know, God is there. Mm-hmm. And I don't need to have the answer. And when I need to have that answer, that's when I become unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Because that's when I'm abusing people to get the knowledge, mm-hmm. manipulating people to pretend I have it, mm-hmm. or acting as though um, nothing else matters until it's there. Mm-hmm. So I ignore people or ignore the situation or will put someone's opinion down because I don't understand it well enough yet. Right. You're wrong because I don't get this. Mm. I did that to Joshua. You did. Mm-hmm. You did. I don't respect him and his values because what he thinks is wrong. I know he's wrong. I just don't know how yet. <laughs> Stop. You need to not do that anymore. I don't. I stopped myself from doing that. that. Like that triggered me, even mm-hmm. though I probably agree with you. It still triggered me. Yeah. And I can, I can, I can know and acknowledge that I disagree with the way he sees the world. He hates America. He is very much more on the like socialist side of things. And I disagree with that. That to me though, that that to me though is like the first sign of bad theology when hate is involved. Yeah, and that's what happened to me though is because I got so ingrained in the knowledge that I have about how government should work that Josh is dumb, and I started to hate him a little bit. Right, but God isn't even government. As soon as I had that feeling that I didn't like Josh because of the way he acted, I was like, Josh is my Josh is like my brother. Yeah, I love Josh. Mm -hmm. Why am I having this thought in my head? And I was like. It's the politics. I've got to drop it. It's mm-hmm. it's it's damaging mm-hmm. me. And Josh, if you listen to this, know that I love you, and that's not normal. That's just a mistaken error of my thinking that I fixed. Um, right. But like I, I started to feel that way a little bit, and I was like, "Holy shit, I can't do that," you know. And that's right. what got me to think, like, when you put certain feelings uh, of. It was, it was like a manipulation almost, right? Like if you don't think, or that's, I, I guess I'm, sorry, I lost my train of thought, ADD. That's where the, the knowledge became my downfall because I felt like I was correct. And that if you don't have the same correct knowledge that I do, then you're wrong. And if you're wrong, you're bad. And you and I kind of worked on that language a little bit to stop saying wrong and bad are the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and then it also, I mean, this is boundaries, Back going back to boundaries, only step into what is yours and not what is others. Yeah. 
right? I'm like, mm-hmm. the reality is, is Josh is going to be able to reach other people better than you can. Yeah, totally. And you can, you're, but at the same time, you are too. And so when you have yeah. your disagreements, it's not because you guys need to be right or wrong. It's that you guys need to see that your, your uniqueness is what actually creates unity mm-hmm. and inclusiveness. And God, the body and God uses me and all of my wrongness right. all the time. And I know there's a lot of it there. God uses Josh and any of his wrongness that he has. The, the key thing, though, that I believe Josh has and I value his opinion on is I think he's got the correct pillars of Christianity. Right. Jesus is the way to heaven. Jesus died for Jesus sins. paid it all. He believes in the Trinity. That's it. That's all I need to know. All to him. I owe. He's got those those key pillars. He just Jesus has a, for sins. He just has a gay Jesus. And <laughs> he doesn't think he, Jesus is gay. I'm I I I thought just, that was a little blasphemous when I talked about that before. If, if right. I remember correctly. I'm, I was like, wait, what? People no, think he's gay. No, I said that right. I said that as a joke, obviously. <laughs> I say that as a joke. <laughs> he just thinks that scripture because he showed me this this book and i even my father-in-law is starting to believe this too um but they they have reinterpreted the six scriptures that talk about homosexuality mm-hmm. and they're saying oh it actually didn't mean this the um the one from the one that mike went mike what's his name mike mike winger talked about it yeah, yeah. mike winger talks about it he talked about it from the other stance of actually right. this is what it really does mean Right. And they're like, no, no, it means this and this. And so now there's some discrepancy. I got muscles! And so I'll admit this. Okay. And this is this was hard for me to admit. Uh-huh. I could be wrong. Maybe me and Mike Winger are looking at the wrong aspect of how it looks. I don't think it matters what but is I, right or wrong. But it, it's not about yeah, being right or wrong. And that's where I ended up coming to, right? Because I was getting into this argument about, oh, wait, I could be wrong on this. He could be wrong on this. I could be wrong on this. Literally my frustration and, my and disagreements. Why? It's a secondary issue. It doesn't matter. Why am I so focused on Thank it? you. And that's where the wisdom of having the knowledge came into place. Because once I had the knowledge that there was two different ideas out there and that they were secondary and what secondary issues are and how unimportant they are, mm-hmm. then I was able to apply wisdom and say, I can now be just as in love with Josh as I was before, even though I totally disagree with him. Yeah. Because all the issues that I disagree with him on are secondary and they don't matter. And I should just love him as my brother uh-huh. I, I see him as almost one of my kids you know and so that's why when i had that feeling out it, it it kind of culture shocked me out of that mindset mm-hmm. and honestly though like it's just it should just look it, knowledge seeking knowledge and having disagreements and conversations it should be something that's fun not something that is divisive knowledge is not just information though and i think a lot of people focus on knowledge as just Having lots of information. Facts don't care about your feelings, Brandon. <laughs> All right. And we're going to stop this podcast. I love you. Oh, is it time to go? No, I'm just going to stop it. Why? Because it's getting weird? No, it, no, it's about to end, so we're just oh. going to end it now. Oh, can I only go for an hour? Yeah. Okay, bye.